really I we need to talk about the cover of the book because oh I I have questions. So <laughs> she do they they play chess like once. Like right? I have a, I might have answers but like they're not the right answers for sure. <laughs> Oh, well, that's why we have you here, Allie, is to provide some answers, but not right answers. (laughs) The fun answer. Hi, I'm Alyssa. And I'm Gwen. And I'm Allie. (laughs) And this is Tea and Squee. This is the podcast where we spill the tea about the things that make us squee. And y'all, today we have our first ever guest on the pod. Everyone, welcome Allie, our chaos queen, uh, third member to our Volturi trio, here to dish with us about Breaking Dawn. Yes, Yes. absolutely. I am the, I, I, like, I don't know which one I am in the Volturi, but I'd like to think I am the most, like, chaotic and, like, destructive. Yeah, we we had yeah. we decided that you would either be Aro or Marcus. I yes, think. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alyssa and I both got Caius when we took yeah. the quiz, and so it's just a toss up. So you get to choose whichever one you want, and then you get to cast the two of us, however yes. you see Ooh, fit. Okay. <laughs> makes sense. I I I think I like the way off topic about what we're doing today, but like I think I would have to be the RO. Like there's just no way around it. I agree. Yeah, I, I would agree. respect that choice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is Marcus and the other is Caius then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll have to revisit this. Yes. Allie will have to make a decision as we discuss. Uh so everyone yeah. welcome Allie. Allie Allie is a friend of ours from undergrad, and she is the third member in a group chat that we have that is literally just called Twilight Memes, and so we've been wanting her on the pod during our coverage of Twilight, and she chose to join us for Breaking Dawn. So welcome, Allie, to this train wreck. Thank you. I have a lot of feelings about this book, so like... (laughs) Yeah. I'm finding I do, too. Oh. Yes, I do, too. <laughs> so, Allie, before we start this, uh, Alyssa and I know how you feel about this, but for all of our listeners, I'd love to just ask, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? I am Team Edward. I don't see Bella having any sort of romantic relationship with him, and it bothers me that people are like, he loves her so much, and then I'm like... <laughs> But he's, it's really toxic, and she just wants a bro, and, like, can't we just have bros? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Good, good. So all three of us here are Team Edward, and Alyssa is is the one who was once sympathetic to Team Jacob. <laughs> I know. Even, even Jacob's, like, book in this book makes me a little bit sympathetic to him again. It's really gross. I hate it. It's like I forgot everything I- that happened in Eclipse for a hot Icky. second. <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, I have to agree with you. I l- actually found myself liking Jacob reading the Jacob part of Same. this book, and I hated myself for it. Yeah, so. I <laughs> don't. I don't have this problem because every time I go back and reread this book, I skip the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, you jump from just 
you you like Bella's life changes in the middle, and you're like, I'll meet you in the end, bestie. <laughs> I'll meet you. When, <laughs> I'll meet you once the baby's out. <laughs> well, she she's barely there in the middle. Like it's all really still about there. her, but she's yeah. barely there. And when she yeah. is there, she's asleep and <laughs> <laughs> asleep, or she's getting a rib broken. Like girls have yeah. a yeah. rough go at it. Like if. If our protagonist is, you know, mostly absent, I I can respect skipping the whole section where she's. <laughs> I also like... just I just find Jacob to be just this very whiny and woe is me like pick me yeah. nice guy, and I just Agreed. can't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Even on more that so one. than Edward is, and Edward yeah. is definitely yeah. like a woe is me emo boy, mm-hmm. but is. Jacob's worse. Yeah, because Jacob also has a superiority complex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a dick, you know? <laughs> That's what I have so, to So, hey, should we, should we jump we into get the into plot it? of this monster? Because this is the longest book. Let's go. Oh, she's such a thick girl. And for thick why? Girl. <laughs> so, right. last book, we ended with Bella and Edward resolving to go and tell Charlie that they were engaged. Mm-hmm. And this book picks up... Uh, the day before, two days before their wedding. Yeah. Yeah, within yeah, the yeah. week of their yeah, wedding. Within yeah. the week, yes. Uh, and Bella's driving around her shiny new car that Edward bought her and is feeling very embarrassed and, like, yep. everyone in town is looking at her because she's the main character. And <laughs> <laughs> she stops to get gas and these tourists are like, dude, your car's sick. We didn't, those aren't even out in Europe yet, not let alone the U.S. Like, holy crap, how'd you get one of those? And they're like arguing about whether or not Bella might be some sort of foreign diplomat because apparently yeah. her car has missile proof windows eddie really thinks she's gonna get hit by like a fucking bomb or some shit i, I mean at this point at the, with everything that has happened to this poor woman like yeah this it could theoretically happen he ain't wrong here this is he's true. like i finally got her to wear the ring i'm not letting anything happen <laughs> like, until we are man and wife short of putting her just like in this box Bella, yeah, because she was talking about, like, the compromises her and Edward made, like, when they compromised on the marriage thing, and she was like, yeah, Eddie, you can buy me a new car when the truck dies, and then the truck mysteriously dies very soon after that. (laughs) I'm like, hmm. She's like, I can't, like, say, like, deny or not deny that, like, Edward did this, but also I have a sneaking suspicion that Edward destroyed my car, and now I have a Mercedes. He also, on did. the topic, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on on the topic of them compromising, uh, I'm I'm recognizing that their compromises aren't compromises; they're no. bargains. Yes, they bargain with each other, which yeah. isn't a thing you should be doing in a healthy no. relationship. Like we've already talked about how Edward and Bella don't have a healthy relationship. It's like one of the main criticisms people have of Twilight is that their relationship is incredibly toxic and not healthy it is healthier than her relationship with jake i will argue that yes but their compromises that are supposed to be like look this is them having a healthy relationship is not a compromise they are all bargains always giving up more than edward every time bella gives up more than him i'm like girl don't Mm -hmm. sell yourself short you deserved it bone before marriage i'm also like why my boyfriend wants to buy me a nice car that can actually drive the speed limit 
there's a little part of me that's like, why would you turn that down? Like, why would yeah. you do that? <laughs> that's fair. This bitch is about to marry into a family of literal, like, billionaires. Yeah. Potentially trillionaires. Yeah. Yes. And from day one, she has been like, they can't spend any money on me. My billionaire in-laws uh-uh. are are giving up so much to buy me things. Don't spend Not any Jesus. money on me. Dear God. <laughs> Oh, but then the, like minute, the minute she marries into the family, oh, she doesn't even question it. She's like, yeah, spend all the money on True. blood for me to drink. <laughs> yep. <for> my vampire <laughs> fetus. <laughs> Honestly, she's so against it. I'm like, bestie, if that was me, I'd be like, all right, Edward, nice dinner in Seattle. Let's go. Pay for my college tuition. Hell yes. Let's go. Nice car. Yes, let's go. And she's, I get, she doesn't want a flashy car because she's Bella and she's shy. So, like, maybe, like, a Prius would have been better compared to a Mercedes, but. <laughs> Edward can just still. give her the Volvo. It's still way yeah. better than any vehicle she's ever had before. Absolutely. And it's not too flashy for her. I'm like, Bella, she's already uncomfortable enough because people to be talking shit because she's getting married at 18. But I guess, me too. I guess that's what all small towns do. And one of those people talking shit is her dad. <laughs> Bella recounts yeah. telling Bella recounts telling Charlie and also telling Renee. And Charlie's first instinct is, oh my god, you're pregnant. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. You're pregnant. She's like, no dad, I'm not pregnant. We're just getting married. And he's like, He's like, you have to call your mother because he knows he can't convince Bella not to get married, but he he thinks Renee can. Renee's disapproval is going to be the thing that makes Bella be like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't get married. And then Renee's like, I'm just so upset that you waited so long to tell me. I thought something was up when you guys came to visit me, and I'm just, like, upset that you didn't tell me then that you were getting married. And Bella's like, like, Mom, we just made this official two days ago. Oh, well, congratulations, sweetie. It's like this complete 180 for Renee's character, though. Like, what happened? I know, She's been like a good mom for once. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? I mean, here, Renee? not necessarily because she's encouraging <laughs> teen marriage, but <laughs> like... she's being supportive. She also makes a comment because Bella's like, I didn't think that you'd approve of teen marriage. And she's like, well, honey, you've never been a teenager. Like, you, you, you've always been my little, my little middle aged teenage daughter. Which is you know? wrong. Why, Renee? <laughs> yeah. And Renee, I'm like, that's gross. Why. Ew. Maybe because you made Bella grow up too fast as a child, and now she feels like she has to be the adult in every situation. Mm-hmm. Also, quote, commitment has never been your problem or an issue for you, honey. Wrong. Maybe it's because she has abandonment issues. Oh, yeah. Girl, Maybe it's because she's codependent as fuck. She really is. I'm like, our girl has, is traumatized by, like, her abandon- abandonment issues. We saw that in New Moon and Eclipse. <laughs> oh, Bella. I wish but she they're gonna get married! Yay. Yay. Yay! Marriage! 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 <laughs> Alice, of course, took care of all of the details for the whole day um, yes. and roped Esme and Renee into it as well, and mm-hmm. so Renee's been active, Esme's been active, Alice has been coordinating everything, everything's set to go. Alice even took care of finding Charlie a suit, which he hates and calls his monkey suit. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love um, it. 
<laughs> Edward and his brothers go out for a bachelor party, which is just them hunting mountain lions. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then the wedding. Well, like if we could just like back like backtrack for just a second, it's the the, yes. the issue is brought up like uh, Charlie thought you were pregnant, and I kind of wish he was right. And I'm like, where where did that come from? Yes, yes you're right. I, we yes. get that first inkling of like Bella should be a mother, which has never ne- been a discussion no. before. They've never discussed like, oh, we can't have kids. Wouldn't it be nice if we did or anything like that? No. Rosalie talks about it yes. in Eclipse when she shares her story, but that's her personal trauma yeah. and her personal desire. It's never been a thing that Edward and Bella have discussed before. Yeah, like there has never been yeah. any inclination that either of them, either of them, want children. Yeah. No inclination yep. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like even when he is discussing in the last book, like, his fantasy of, um, like, like, this is what I would do when, if we had met back in my time, and nowhere does he mention children. Yeah. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, neither You might even kids. be able to argue, yeah, you might even be able to argue that Bella actually doesn't want kids in yeah. the first place. Yeah. Like, there's no inclination that they do want them, but you might be able to find contextual evidence to suggest that Bella definitely doesn't, because yeah. she is so afraid of becoming like her parents. The idea of parenthood scares her because she is already mm-hmm. a parent to her parents. Mm-hmm. So, hello foreshadowing out of left field. Literally, I was saying, I, w- I wrote down that, I was like, Stephanie very clearly, like, tweaked some character things here mm-hmm. to make the upcoming pregnancy, like, seem like, oh, yes, this is what she's always wanted. But in reality, Bestie has never voiced an yeah, interest she, in being a like, mom. Especially when Rosalie's like, you'd be giving up having kids. And, like, Bella's like, I don't care. Like, like very <laughs> clearly just did yeah. not want children. And suddenly <laughs> we're getting this... It's the very first inkling of it getting shoved down your throat that you cannot be fulfilled in your life unless you have a baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm not And it's here another for it. example it, it's another example like Alyssa said of Stephanie tweaking her characters and their wants and desires and basic arcs for the favor of whatever drama she's trying to create yeah. in the yeah. book. She did it with Charlie in the last book and she's doing it with Bella in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hate uh, it. Bella is unrecognizable. Yeah, I was going to say that, it. like, yeah, even right now, like, when I have finished Bella's book, I was like, she's reading so differently than, like, the last three books. Like, not that much time has passed, like, barely any time has passed in between Eclipse and Breaking Dawn, but she sounds so different, and I'm like, this is not it. I don't like mm-hmm. this, Stephanie. Stephanie, sit down. <laughs> Stephanie's <laughs> trying to write a self-insert where she fucks a vampire and gets pregnant, and I'm not really here for it. <laughs> that's also the first night that bella has her dream Uh, i forget how much happens on that night before their wedding oh yeah because edward tells bella about tanya's family and how Mm -hmm. tanya's mother her vampire mother had created eons ago an immortal child which is like this big huge no-no in the volturi because their greatest rule is you protect the secret. Don't let people know about vampires. But immortal children, so children who have been turned into vampires, they can't control their thirst at all. They are the greatest danger to mm-hmm. that secret. Mm-hmm. And so their mother created one eons ago and then was killed for that crime. She and the child both were burned. And 
Bella, after hearing this, has a dream that night about a child, a vampire child, standing atop a mountain of the drained corpses of her friends and family. <laughs> Graphic. It's fucking morbid as hell. <laughs> the Volturi are there, and her instinct is not horror, but a sense to protect the child. Like, she needs to protect this child from the Volturi at all costs. Wrong. And I'm like, throw Stephanie, that, throw that no. thing in the fire. <laughs> yes. Yeet is the fetus. Yeet the fetus. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get to the wedding, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> finally. It's been a long wedding. night. <laughs> it's one Lots. long evening. <laughs> really? <laughs> One enchanting evening. <laughs> One enchanting <laughs> evening where we dream about a murder baby. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! Murder baby! Love murder baby! <laughs> we finally get to the wedding, though, and Alice is helping Bella get ready. Um, Renee and Charlie present Bella with their with her something old and something blue. They are, like, family heirloom hair combs that had once belonged to her grandma Swan, which is super sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Rosalie does her hair as like a show of sisterhood and solidarity, which is also sweet. And then Alice gives her her something borrowed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a garter that belongs to Alice. And I'm just very uncomfortable with this thing that is in in wedding tradition, seen as this very intimate piece of mm-hmm. clothing or this very mm-hmm. intimate accessory, being her something borrowed and having yeah. it be from her vampire sister, who you know fucks. Like, with, I yeah. was under the impression that once you, like, launch that shit into the crowd, you don't get it back. So... Yeah. Like, did well, Alice... I mean... Does she get a garter for, like, a sexual fantasy with her and Jasper? <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's plausible. Yeah. Well, I mean, garters, historically, the the point of them is to hold your stockings up, right? Right. So, like, I don't know. Maybe she's got some classy lingerie that includes yeah. white lacy garters. Like, but it, it's quite regardless. Po- it's quite possible it is from her wedding because um, this little tidbit that I don't think is in the books, but is in, like, Stephanie's, like, world building is that Carlisle mm-hmm. made Alice and Jasper get married. Like he made them have a wedding. <laughs> so that they weren't living in sin. Oh my yeah, because they were living in sin, so he made them get married. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Now I know where Edward gets it from though. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh Carlisle my god. said I just no don't... premarital sex in my house. <laughs> I just don't like the implications of it because it means that Edward did the garter removal and garter toss at their wedding. Yeah. Uh, and I hate everything about that. Oh, I hate this. Oh, Alice, <laughs> why? Why the would garter is also just borrow. a weird borrowed thing. Like, let her yeah. borrow, like, yep. like, even if, like, if we're talking, like, if you really need to, like, borrow a pair of undergarments, like, a bra. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let her borrow, or like, a Maybe a pair of bra. earrings. Yeah, a pair yes, of earrings. Yeah, ear- Something earrings. actually so- nice. 
That would have been a great something borrowed. I don't know why Alice didn't just buy her her own fucking Here's garter. Here's this garter. Because Stephanie Meyer wanted to be gross, and because what? we already know that Alice is Bella's greatest wing woman in her mission True. to get dick. True. <laughs> we know this. Carlisle says no premarital in the sex in the house. Alice says I'm gonna let you have premarital this, sex. This garter also doesn't fit. I stand. Because Bella manages through the course of the wedding to shimmy it down her leg. Like, yeah. <laughs> Alice is way shorter than Bella. Why? Yeah, we, like, why? I thought Alice was like so much smaller than Bella, so why yeah. doesn't this garter fit? <laughs> Stephanie. Plot twist why? is actually Jasper's garter. <laughs> <laughs> I would cry. So it's, a, it's a lovely ceremony. Yeah. It is a nice a ceremony. ceremony. Bella realizes during the wedding and while she is meeting all of their friends and family and dancing with them that marrying Edward is actually something that she wanted. She just hadn't let herself want it, if yeah. that makes sense. Like Renee she, put she was so afraid of it. Because Renee put into her head, like, marriage bad. Marriage mm-hmm. scary. It ends in divorce. Mm-hmm. And now that she's actually being called Edward's wife and calling him her husband, she's like, oh no, I, I, I like this. Mm-hmm. This is very nice. Thank I'm enjoying this. And then surprise. Oh, do-do-do. <laughs> Edward surprise, gives Bella Jacob. a wedding gift. Jacob's the wedding gift. What a weird wedding gift to get your new wife, like, her basically ex-boyfriend. Like, great gift. True. Oh, hey, Bella, here's the guy who's in love with you. Happy wedding. He's the guy who makes you feel bad every other minute. Like, he's great sometimes, but, like... Most of the time, makes you feel like Garbo. Terrible. Yeah, Jacob calls Bella honey again in this scene, and I just kind of want to rip his head off every time he calls her honey or Bells. That seems, like, new-ish. Like, he doesn't do that very often in the clips, as far as I know, so, like... No, but he has been doing it since New Moon. He yeah. has nicknames like honey and Bells that he calls her. He uses yeah. Bells more, of her name. I think. Yeah, he uses bells more, bells but occasionally more he'll call her honey. Because Charlie calls her bells occasionally, so that one makes a little more sense. Yeah, to me. but honey... I think both of them contribute to the infantilization of Bella Swan in the mind Nasty. of Jacob Black. Disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. especially disgusting. with what comes later with her actual infant. <laughs> Bella's initially very excited to see Jacob, and they're chit chatting, and they're having a great time, and we find out that Jacob's been gallivanting as a wolf around Canada. Because he's just so heartbroken. Shanksy man must go be alone in woods. Manly woods. Must howl at the moon. I am man. I am wolf. Howl howl at the moon and isolate myself because I'm angsty. Lone wolf. Lone wolf go awu. (laughs) Collective wolf brain go burn. But <laughs> Jacob's basically, he asks Bella, like, oh, is this your last night as a human? And Bella's like, no, I don't want to be in pain on my honeymoon. And Jacob's like, I don't know, like, are you going to be playing checkers your whole honeymoon anyways? Like, it's not going to be normal. And Bella's like, it's going to be a normal honeymoon. And Jacob <laughs> flips his titties because he's mm-hmm. like, wait, they got a bone? Oh, my God, he's going to hurt you. Wait, you have he, sex like, on a honeymoon? 
never would have guessed, honestly. <laughs> so Jacob physically grabs Bella by yeah. the upper arms, and then suddenly mm-hmm. Edward's there, and he's like, take your hands off of her! And <laughs> then the entire pack is there, yeah. and... Seth is, like, pulling Jake off into the mm-hmm. woods because Seth had actually been invited and shown yeah. up to the wedding yeah. because he and Edward are bros now and it's the oh. best thing ever and I yes. love it. Yes! My baby boy. Oh, Love it. I love Seth. So Seth's there dragging Jake back into the woods and Sam is there in wolf form, like, forcing Jake mm-hmm. into the woods yeah. and commanding him in the wolf brain that goes burr. And... <laughs> wolf brain goes burr. And Bella's all... Sh- <laughs> Bella's all shaken up about it and Edward's like let's just go back before anyone notices our absence and she's like you know what forget Jacob fuck him yeah. he doesn't want to be my friend yeah. he doesn't have to be and I'm like finally Bella Literally. Finally. she's just angry because the appropriate response from a friend would have been you're getting some dick high five <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah or are you really sure that's the best idea because like he might split you in half yeah like that's like <laughs> Jacob's point, concern like I got Jacob's concern, but him flipping his titties because not, of not it okay. was inappropriate. It's not okay. Very inappropriate. Also, I feel like Jacob was just like, like everything oh. Jake does. Literally, he was like, "Oh, I wanted to bone Bella first. So sorry." Bella. <laughs> yeah, he just mad because his dick did not make it in first place. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a second-rate dick right there. Second so. participation ribbon, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But the rest of the wedding goes on with, like, very, very well. They have a good time. And then it's time for Bella to get changed into her honeymoon slash going away dress. And she says her final goodbyes to her mom and Charlie. And it's very emotional. And we're crying again. So much crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they leave for their honeymoon. But on their way, on the drive to the airport, Bella can hear a lone wolf howl in the distance. I'm like... <laughs> Because he really upset that he did not get there first, that he did not, like, stake his claim. (laughs) This book is so fucking dramatic. There are so many instances of this where just, like, the chapter ends in the most dramatic way possible. (laughs) Or there's just nonsensically, dramatically written text. It's just so like, Correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the past three chapters, it's like, it ends with the, the, the death baby. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it, it ends with the end of their wedding. They're turning around, and like mm-hmm. everybody's clapping and yeehaw. And then the next chapter ends with I'm crying because I didn't get my dick in it first. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's just once and again. And then the chapter after that ends with the he pulled us into deeper water. Ew. Like, <laughs> ew. Like, oh, we're, point of, like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but like point of order he couldn't like give her the common courtesy of having the first time in the bed like literally <laughs> bestie it's how you get a uti is having sex in water, yeah that's so. it's exactly how you get a uti There's like so edward setting her up for like, failing <laughs> the ocean like, especially the ocean is disgusting whales poop in there like <laughs> Like Edward. Also, that seems very complicated. Anyway, also sand gets everywhere. But yeah. Okay. So then they fly to Brazil, and then Edward and her go onto a boat, and then they go to an island called Isle Esme. Carlisle fucking bought Esme an island as a gift. We love to see. And Esme's letting them borrow it. And I just need to talk about the fact that 
his his parents, his vampire parents, know exactly what's about to go down, and they let him pile Esme for as, their honeymoon. Esme goes, I know a great place to stick your dick in it. <laughs> I know a great place. Here's the keys. Literally, it's like tossing him the keys. It's like, all right, son, go be safe. Have a great time. We'll see you when you get back. I'm like, okay. Well, like, before this, like, Edward, like, makes Carlisle have the sex talk with him. Like, he was, like, not, like, I don't think Carlisle was offering up this information. Edward's like, I need to know, like. Yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, oh yeah, because, like, later he's like, I asked Carlisle and my brothers about this. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay, Eddie. Can you imagine the shit Emmett gave him? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, gonna, oh my, like, like, I'm gonna keep it in my head that Emmett like demonstrated with his bag of hard boiled eggs. <laughs> Ew! Ew! I hate that so much. Oh no! You know it had to be something like that. You know he had to get revenge for Edward. You know breaking his TV in New Moon. Like Bella is worried Edward disappears off onto the beach because yeah. he's really weird and awkward about the whole it's thing. So and so he, like, walks out onto the beach stripping as he goes. As one And does. Bella takes yeah. enough time to take a full bath, shave her entire body dolphin smooth, Which is- and then realize that Alice didn't send her any- with anything other than lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Also, why aren't you shaving before the wedding night? Like, girl. And, like, Bella, you're telling me you went to your wedding with, like, armpit hair and some leg hair? I mean, do what you will. Like, maybe it was just some stubble, but, like, still, you didn't prepare for this? Yeah. Oh, I can almost guarantee that Bella was, like, clean-shaven for her wedding Mm -hmm. and then was so anxious about her wedding night that she then shaved again after getting to Ireland. That's how you get razor burn. Razor burn and ink. She's like, it's been, like, 18 hours. (laughs) I need to shave everything again. She's like, it's been too long, almost a full day since I last shaved. Yeah, a whole day. Wow. Like, I get it, though. Because, like, it just, like, it doesn't stop. No, the stubble be and she's coming been, quick. And she's been building up a wall or a, a, some sort of complex about this whole thing uh-huh. in her brain for so long at this point. Like, I get her, I get I why get she's it. anxious. Yeah, she's just mm-hmm. super prepared for it. Like, she's very, very anxious. For how much she's wanted sex, she's... Girl is having a moment. <laughs> but I don't blame her, because it, it is, like, you know, it's yeah. anxiety-inducing. So she goes out and meets Edward out in the water she drops the um, towel she, at one point she glances out the window mm-hmm. and he's not out there and she assumes that he's just under the water Apparently he because is. he doesn't like... need to breathe <laughs> and it's so creepy so i hate it so much it's like he's a shark he's like getting he's like getting the fish in there like give him a pep talk like all right guys pump me up <laughs> true it's like all right guys you gotta go away soon well, like, I, also right like, now. I like that he had the common courtesy to like hang his clothes in a tree so like yeah, at least they're not like nice. covered in sand yeah way to be edward edward cullen is nothing if not polite yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely and then she goes out and they fuck in the ocean yeah yeah and Which... except we don't get the description in true stephanie meyer fashion it's like we sunk into the darkness, the dark mm-hmm. water to get something like that. And that's how and then they it's made the next their morning. baby. <laughs> was it the first time or is it the I think it, it was, was the because first she time. starts having 
She starts having all of the pregnancy cravings before they have sex again. Yeah, eggs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Eggs. All right. eggs. So she wants to eat. Looking back on it now, what is, like, just in-your-face piece of foreshadowing that she's craving eggs? Yeah. <laughs> An egg has eggs. been fertilized. She is craving eggs. Because according to Stephanie Meyer's website, or at least it was a tidbit of information that Tumblr got from somewhere... Um, they, she, Renesmee was conceived on the first night because the warm ocean water warmed up Edward's nutsack. So, and then he was able to give live sperm. What the fuck? This is facts. Like, what? it's Stephanie Meyer facts. Like, it's, it's a real thing. Are you shitting my No, dick? I am absolutely her... not. That's her explanation? Yeah. The war- I'm so Apparently, Edward has not yanked it since he got turned into a vampire. I don't fucking. Well, no, that's a mortal that. sin. Mortal sin. He's, he has not jacked his dick in a hundred and eighteen years. Are you serious? <laughs> Only about mortal 100. sin. <laughs> Edward, no wonder he's such an angsty boy. <laughs> he just needs like, to whack it. He just needs to whack off. But, like, her explanation then, is that the, oh, because, like, yeah, I guess it's, like, if he doesn't, you know, whack it, it's, like, freezing a sperm sample. Sure. And then the ocean just <laughs> warmed up Stephanie. the sack just enough that he was able to put some live sperm into her body. But then, like, you get into the point where it's, like, well, how is that half vampire sperm? Because, like, it's, like... Yeah, if it was yeah, frozen, frozen when he was turned, then it's Shouldn't human. It human my my point is that Stephanie Meyer's logic makes no spe- sense, and rigatoni no, should not exist. <laughs> rigatoni is a fucking menace on society. <laughs> Next morning, Bella wakes up. The room is trashed. There are feathers everywhere. And Edward's, like, lying pro next to her. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I hurt you. And she's got bruises everywhere. Which, and with someone as pale as her, it's like, you know, it's like like an occupational hazard, honestly. I feel like, you know, when two humans have sex, you can get bruises then, too. So I feel like Edward's, you know, being a little mean to himself. He's not letting himself have a good honeymoon right now. Yeah. And Bella's like, oh, I'm fine. Like, yeah, it hurts a little, but that was great. And he's like, no, no, we can never do it again. And she's like, was it that terrible? And he's like, no, no, it was amazing, but we can never do it again. I had a great time, and my dick feels real great, but we can never do that again. Bella's so pissed, too. She's like, can you fucking stop throwing a pity party for yourself? We fucked, and it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And now I don't want to be a vampire, because the sex was so good. The sex is so good that it changes your whole mind. Literally. I mean, I guess pop off Bella, but Edward (laughs) is like, we're never- We're not gonna fuck again until you're a vampire, so. (laughs) Distractions. and it, yeah, exactly. In an effort to not have them have sex again, he distracts her with everything he can think. So she's just so tired at the end of the day that she doesn't even have the energy to try to convince him yeah. to sleep yeah. with her. <laughs> Poor- and then one night she has such a terrible, she has a, a sex oh. dream and it was so good <laughs> that she wakes up sobbing because it was so good and Edward won't have sex with her. <laughs> and so 
he finally relents and sleeps with her again because she's crying. It really is the opposite. Like, usually it is, like, in, like, scenarios and, like, in teen novels, it's, like, a man begging the woman for sex. And she's like, no, my virtue. And, like, it reached, like, so, like, kudos to Stephanie Meyer for flipping the script and having the woman desperate for sex. And then the next morning, Everett's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Like, I knew what to expect this time. I'm like, oh, my fucking God, Edward. No goddamn shit. Practice makes perfect. You idiot. (laughs) I also want to address the fact that uh, we talked a little bit about this when we were talking about Eclipse, how Stephanie Meyer writes about sex without ever saying the word sex. Mm -hmm. And that was true for this book as well until they had sex. And then they were just saying it left and right. Yeah. And I was like, fascinating. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I don't get why. Why does it matter? Like, why did it have to be after they had sex for her to be suddenly okay using the word? Because it's forbidden. Sex is forbidden until you're married, and then you can have all the sex you want. Yeah. I can just imagine her saying to her publisher, like, the the editor or the publisher being like, you know, these are some really creative euphemisms for for the word (laughs) sex. Like, are you... Are are you sure this is the choice you want to go with? Because, like, I don't think it's necessary. She goes, no. They cannot refer to sex as sex until after they've done it. It's a literary thing I'm doing. It's just a thing I'm trying out. It's just a thing I'm trying, and we're going to see if it sticks. And it's absolutely going to stick, because teen girls can't pick up on that subtleness. Adult women! I couldn't. (laughs) I couldn't. I mean, granted, I was 10, but, like, how was I supposed to know what her euphemisms meant? I didn't know jack shit. I didn't have proper sex ed yet. How was I supposed to know? Well, also... Meanwhile... teen girls reading this book and suddenly like sex and it's like whoa (laughs) meanwhile bella's just devouring eggs left and right yeah so many eggs one morning girls got cravings one morning edward bella wakes up she's super warm edward has gone out to hunt and so she makes herself food but then ends up throwing it up and falling asleep Mm -hmm. on the couch edward wakes her up again she goes throws up again and continues throwing up. And she goes to look for Pepto-Bismol in her toiletry bag and instead finds a box of tampons and realizes that sh- her period is late. Do to do. And as she starts to put the pieces together and be like, Edward, I think I'm pregnant, Edward's phone rings. <laughs> and it's Alice. Yeah. And Bella's like, Alice, is Carlisle there? And she's like, yeah, Bella, what's going on? I don't understand what... Here's Carlisle. And she's like, Carlisle, I'm pregnant. It's impossible, but I'm pregnant. And he's like, what the fuck? Put Edward on right now. Because <laughs> Edward has gone into shock. Yep. I when Bella's too. feeling it, something kicking I mean, inside of her. It's gross. Oh my, it, she's literally only a couple days pregnant, too. And I'm like, ew, well, this also, is disgusting. the logic does not make sense. Uh, why does oh. this half vampire baby grow so fast? Like that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense because vampires don't no. age and humans humans do age, but at the normal rate. So you think if you put the two together, it, it would age no. slower? 
Yeah, you, you think, think that because I feel like for a werewolf it would be aging. Yeah, longer. that checks out for them, but like, not for vampires. We could have had a book where Bella wound up like one of those ladies on Doctor Phil who think they've been pregnant for like three years. <laughs> it would have been made, made for a more boring book, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stephanie couldn't have like rushed along the plot in the next the next book chapter thing mm-hmm. for if that was the case. I guess, but. I just, I don't understand. You'd think also if, like, a human and a vampire could make a baby that Carlisle would know? Like, that boy's been around town. Yeah. And he has no clue that that's even possible? Well, like, and really? they, they obviously know of the vampires in the Amazon. They know them. Like, yeah. it's not a surprise yeah. when they show up. So wouldn't you, like, have an inkling of what's going on down there with, like, What's yeah? yeah like what's going that? on down there? Because there's like four of those fuckers down there. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it, it's like Carlisle explains to Jacob later. He's like, I didn't think that we were chromosomally compatible Which because vampires have twenty six <laughs> chromosomes and or twenty five chromosomes and human beings have twenty three. And he's like, I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> and I'm like, Carlisle, Carlisle, you didn't think vampirism was possible yeah until you were i mean that's fair though because he grew up in the stupid ages but like (laughs) (laughs) true it just you feel like he would have done like a little bit of research like a little extra research (laughs) not him not the doctor but (laughs) bella realizes that eddie is not fond of the baby inside of her Mm -hmm. and she's real sad about it he actively is like, we're going to go home and Carlisle's going to get that thing out of you. And she's like, Edward's trying to kill my little nudger. Which, like, and, <laughs> which is the grossest thing ever to call uh-huh. the, the, uh-huh. the being inside of you. Full, like, full stop. And Edward's so, response is the appropriate response. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It is appropriate. <laughs> should should Edward listen to Bella when she expresses that she's excited to be pregnant? Yes. 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 He should. Yes. But is his initial response of "Oh my God, what what have we brought? Dear God, what have we like, brought? <laughs> we need to we need to take care of this." That initial response is appropriate and yes. is the correct response. Yeah. And if Bella feels differently, he should listen to her. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so Bella, terrified of what Edward might do, sends him away and calls Rosalie, begging for help. End of book one. Mm. <laughs> Do-do-do. End of Bella. Dun, dun, End of dun. Bella. Time for Jacob. Because we have, I a have random so many Jacob thoughts on the Jacob section. <laughs> oh, Jacob section has like it's chock full of details, and and I have so many thoughts on this chapter. But I'll start with the beginning of Jacob, Jacob's chapter. He's so annoying. He's like starts off as the most annoying narrator in the world, and I just want to punch him in the face. Like I, get I also it. want to talk about how <laughs> there is a so as Stephanie always does. She starts every book with a weird quote and yeah. then a preface, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Jacob's quote is, "And yet to say the truth, reason and love keep little company together nowadays." William Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream, Act 3, Scene 1. This quote... 
actually makes, makes sense, sense for mm-hmm. Jacob's chapter. Not mad at it. Yeah. Then we get his preface, Ugh. which just says, life sucks and then you die. Yeah, I should be so lucky. That's the entire <laughs> preface. <laughs> this was not necessary. It was not necessary. And I'm convinced that Stephanie just did it because she's like, all my other books had useless prefaces. This this <laughs> book within a book too. needs one too because that's how books are well, like, written. There's make, an obscure quote in the preface. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense because like nobody's dying. Like no, sir. I, I also love <laughs> Jacob's chapter titles. Like they're so funny sometimes. Right? Like I felt like I was reading a Percy Jackson <laughs> book too. I was like Rick Riordan. Are we in Uncle Rick's books right now? This is great. I love this. <laughs> Uncle Rick would Especially, never. He really would never. But the ch- the chapter titles made me feel at home mm-hmm. for once. And I was like, this is great. I'm Especially kinda... because, like, the Bella chapter titles. Hold on. I'm pulling up a table of contents oh, for Bella. Nice. Bella's chapter titles are things like new or <laughs> like burning First hunt, surprise, shiny, favor, (laughs) travel plans, stuff like that, right? Jacob's waiting for the damn fight to start already. What, um, (laughs) sorry, sure as hell didn't see that one coming. (laughs) Why didn't I just walk away? Oh, right, because I'm an idiot. Me. (laughs) I don't want to, like, credit Stephanie Meyer with being, like, intelligent about this, but it, like, differentiates between their two maturity levels and like their thought process levels with the titles yeah. of the chapters and the fact that Bella's is organized and Jacob's is just like there on the page. That's true. Chapter 17. Smart. What do I look like? The Wizard of Oz? You need a brain? You need a heart? Go ahead. Take mine. Take everything. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Okay. 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 Also, the last chapter in his in his book, um, which is the chapter during which they have to remove resume from is just titled Fetus the Fetus. It's just titled There Are No Words for This. Absolutely, because there are the the rest of the fans went like what? That's a traumatizing portion (laughs) of the book. Holy bananas. <laughs> bananas. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> so anyway, we get Jacob's section, and mostly he's just being a whiny little bitch for a while. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like he's That's he's all there ups- is to he's it. He's upset that Paul imprinted on his sister and that Paul's always at his house now eating his Doritos, which I mean I guess I'd be mad about that. <laughs> yeah, too. I'd be mad if someone was eating my Doritos too. <laughs> yeah. Like I get I got And that. if I knew that and if I knew that, like, one of my friends was destined to marry and sleep with my sister yeah. because well, like, they were a good breeding Every match. time Paul thinks about her now, Jake is going to see his buddy get really giving it to his sister. Uh, <laughs> ew. Oh, no. Aggressive. I do feel bad about poor Jacob. Oh, Jacob. That's, I, I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, he's been kind of a tool um, the whole time, so, like, it's really, it's really, the car- it's really the karmic universe coming back around, you know? It's true. He was a real ass in Eclipse, and the universe said, fuck your titties. <laughs> the universe Here said, go. I'm gonna let this guy that you really don't like fuck your sister. For the rest of his <laughs> life. Oh, 
Sorry, Jake. We also get a really gross scene of Jake on the beach with Quill and Claire, <sighs> which I hated. Uh... It was really, really gross because Claire's being adorable, but you understand the implications of what that relationship dynamic mm-hmm, is, yeah. and it's gross. And also, so I listened to the audiobook for this this mm-hmm. chapter in particular instead of reading it in the physical book. And I don't know if it's written this way in the physical book, but in the audiobook, the actor, Claire's dialogue is spoken with, like, W's, like, baby oh, talk. it's written like and that. And then they, but then they also say that Claire is three mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I don't know about y'all, because the only three-year-olds I've really had experience with are, you know, my nieces and nephews. But by the time they were three, they were no longer talking that way. I I mean, it depends yeah. on the kid. Um, yeah, it really depends on the child. And if she is yeah. still talking with her W's, that means that she is a little, probably a little behind. Um, not like yeah. in a bad way, just like not no. as far yeah. along as she needs to be, which makes it even worse. Yeah. I well, well yeah, yeah, well and that was my point was just it felt like Stephanie so Meyer was writing her younger than mm-hmm. she is. Yeah. Which makes it even gross. Also cuz they don't even insinuate that she's going to have a choice in the future of it just being a friendship yeah. like Jacob says multiple times. Oh, why don't you get a girlfriend while you're waiting for her to to grow up? And I'm like, are you this is grooming? Plain and simple. Stephanie's like, oh, but it's not implied that way. I'm like, oh, girl, it is. No, it's, I have textual it's evidence been implied that, you that way it since implied. you introduced Sam and Emily in New Moon. It has been implied yeah. that way since the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Jake, like, when Quill says, no, I, I don't see other girls now. I'm like, okay, so it's not friendly at all. Like, yes, he's like her nanny right now, mm-hmm. but it's going to be romantic in the future. And that's really fucking weird. Icky. Gross. Once again. But after we get that weird shit, yeah. we get a pack meeting in which we find out that Bella and Edward are back and Bella mm-hmm. has been telling Charlie that she caught some rare South American <laughs> disease that she is now in quarantine for. And Charlie's like, I want to come see you. And Carlisle's like, no, Charlie, she's in quarantine. You can't Bella come. getting COVID and before COVID was a thing. <laughs> True. And the wolves all think that this means that she's been turned. Mm-hmm. And Jake's like, well, let's go over there and end them. And Sam's like, no, the Cullens don't pose a threat to us. They've proven that. And, you know, times have changed since the treaty was first made. We have no reason to believe that Bella being a vampire of her own informed choice and own free will and volition, there's no, there's no evidence of that being a danger to our community and to the people of Forks, and so we're not going to do anything Mm -hmm. about it. And Jake's like, fuck you, and (laughs) runs off on his own. But then when he gets to the Cullen house, he, first of all, realizes that he's going to feel guilty about destroying the Cullens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carlisle, in particular, he's going to feel guilty about destroying. And then he finds out that... Bella's not a vampire. She's just really, really pregnant. Yeah. Surprise! She's hella pregnant and she's sick as fuck. The baby is literally sucking the life out we of her. We love to see it. Yay. Demon baby. We love to see a Demon baby. Rosemary's um, baby, indeed. And, and, like, 
Edward looks like he's in absolute fucking agony. Like, Jacob describes him as, like, what he imagines a man burning at the stake looks like. Because mm. Eddie obvi- obviously blames himself for this. And, you know, it was his melted sperm that impregnated <laughs> Bella. <Melted> so sperm. <laughs> so it is, I guess it is a little bit his fault. Yeah. But Bella's the one who wanted to keep it. So... It's on both well, like, and it's, it's another thing where, like, any normal woman, if a baby was, like, destroying <laughs> their body this much and, like, endangering their health this much, it would have been over. It would, like... Yeah. And it's another instance of Stephanie Meyer going, basic, basically writing along the, um, the pro-life narrative. Like, this baby deserves so, to be yeah. born since it was conceived, but, like... At what cost? Like, at some point, you gotta, like, she never drew the line that she was supposed to draw. Like, my health is too jeopardized for this kid. Like, Mm -hmm. yep. Bella's like, I I think that's also, that's also a point of Bella's character, which Jake talks about in in this moment that Bella is so self sacrificing that she will sacrifice her own life for the sake of this child who she genuinely loves. Like, I agree, her health's at risk. Things should be done to take care of Mm -hmm. her health. But she made her choice, and her choice was, I'm going to sacrifice myself for this kid that I already love, even though the kid is resume. And and I guess in that case, it makes sense. It would make more sense if she had shown any desire before this book to have a baby. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get she loves the kid now that she's pregnant, but prior to this, she showed like no interest in having mm-hmm. kids. So I guess, I guess, I guess it shifted for her when she got pregnant in the first place and she realized, oh, maybe I do want to be a mom someday. Well, I guess not someday. I do want to be a mom now. But I'm also like, I don't know. But also, I can't imagine, I, I couldn't see Bella, like, yeeting the fetus either. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, just a, it's very such a dilemma pocket. where, like, she has no desire, she's shown no desire to have this child, but she is not the kind of person to yeetus the fetus, if we're talking about this in lighter yeah, terms. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. So the, worth, the choice yeah. makes 100% sense for Bella's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just... A very sudden shift from the previous three books into this book of Bella actively not wanting to have children and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden in this book wanting them, wishing she were pregnant, and then getting Yeah, like, I must have baby. It's just a big leap. I mean, it's also, it's on Stephanie's shitty writing of Bella's character because this should have been a big contender in Eclipse then if Bella really wanted to be a mother and have kids that should have been like Rose's talk with her should have been a bigger deal than it actually was with the whole family Mm -hmm. spiel Mm -hmm. and Bella kind of just brushed it off like it was no big deal but now it actually is an issue because Stephanie Meyer wants her character to have a baby whatever Stephanie (laughs) we then get the grossest conversation possibly of the entire (laughs) series which yeah. is saying, oh, something. saying something really Buckle saying up, something everybody. there's some fucked up shit in eclipse really and truly um so edward asks to speak to jacob privately and they go outside and jake can tell that edward is just absolutely destroyed like he's never seen edward in this much agony 
and Edward essentially is like, I didn't know Bella wanted to be a mom this bad. And I'm like, hey, me neither. <laughs> me neither, dude. Same. Everybody's Same reading the book. Yeah. Like, dude, we're all there with you. And he's <laughs> literally. <laughs> he's like, if she wants to be a mom, we can find better ways for her to be a mom. Other ways. Safer ways. And he's like, I need your help to convince her to save her own life. And then, for all I care, she can have as many kids as she wants. She can have puppies, for all I care. And is essentially, it suddenly clicks for Jake that Edward's essentially being like, I want you <laughs> to impregnate Give my wife. wife your sperm. Edward literally, like, Jacob's like, oh, LOL, it'd be like taking Bella on the weekends like a blockbuster <laughs> movie and returning her on Monday and Edward nods to this. He's like, yeah, yeah. let's share Bella. And I'm Ew. like, what the fuck? It's so gross. Like, so out of pocket for Edward it's too. It's such a nasty like, conversation and but... it's even more nasty that you're like discussing this woman's like bodily autonomy and like her choices without yeah. her present for the conversation literally and i'm like bella does not want to fuck jacob bella does not want jacob's children like edward i think it's because it's it's your child together that makes it so special she doesn't want a concept why are you talking about this i know crazy (laughs) you so jake appropriately grossed out by this yeah uh which is fascinating that he has not been appropriately grossed out about anything in this mm-hmm. series up to this point character wise he probably would have, would have been like yeehaw let's do it like eat that fetus so we can yeah. put mine in there true he's yeah. like awesome sounds good <laughs> but mm-hmm. but no once again stephanie changed how her characters exist mm-hmm. in yeah. her universe in order to write a more compelling mm-hmm. story yeah once again, proving that she had no foresight into how she wanted this series to go. She had no idea. She was flying by the seat of her pants. She was like, I'm just going to write whatever I feel like writing. And like, we'll connect the dots later. That's a later issue. That's like, future no. Stephanie's problem. <laughs> Literally, it's how she approached the whole series. I'm like, that's not. She approached the whole series with that's future things, Stephanie's problem. And then future Stephanie got the problems and couldn't fix it. She was like, here's a really out-of-pocket solution, and I'm just going to tweak my characters, even though it's the fourth and last book of the series. Big character changes. Amazing. Wow. Okay, now it fits. Oh, Stephanie. But Jacob does go talk to Bella, and Bella, unsurprisingly. (laughs) Yeah, she, she... tells jacob she loves the baby and that she wants to keep him and jacob's a little snarky about that he's like oh i should have brought some blue balloons if i knew it was like a bouncing baby boy and she's like i just think it's a him which wrong but (laughs) incorrect absolutely jake leaves goes and tells the pack about it and the pack is like, well, we have to, we have to destroy it now. We don't know what this thing's capable of. And, he, of. and he's like, wait, what do you mean? You were so against destroying the Collins earlier. And Sam's like, right, but now we have new information. And Jake's like, but that'll mean killing Bella. And Sam's like, sacrifice is supposed to be made, Jacob. Where he's like, I want to kill this baby. And then they're talking about, like, let's kill the baby. And he's like, wait, no. He's like, I want to kill the baby once it's out of Bella. I don't want to do it while, like, she's still in a picture. 
I also want to talk about the most absurd writing I've seen so far. I'm ready. Which is, um, when he first comes back and he's thinking about what has just happened, he says, their shock was just a silent shout in my head wordless and then it's just in italics for exclamation points <laughs> forgot she did this shit wolf franco burr it's literally an example <laughs> of wolf franco burr <laughs> wolf franco burr <laughs> there's Sam tries to force Jake into submission, be like, I'm Alpha, you must obey me. And Jacob's like, fuck you, I'm the son of, or I'm the grandson of Ephraim Black, uh, I am the Alpha. And Sam's like, there can't be two Alphas, and Jake's like, good, and he runs away. <laughs> yeah, he, put, he pulled a full, a full Teen Wolf and went, I'm the Alpha now. <laughs> Dead! <laughs> Seth follows him and of proceeds course. to take up residence in yes. my heart and soul. I love Seth. <laughs> so pure. Ja- Jacob's book of, because Seth loves of Breaking the Dawn is where Seth Clearwater takes root and grows and flourishes into everybody's favorite character. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, he should. He's the best goddamn character in mm-hmm. the whole book. Mm-hmm. They uh, go to warn the Cullens. The Cullens are like, okay, now we're on alert. And that's pretty much all that happens until Leah shows mm-hmm. up the next morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> Leah's like, I'm tired of being a part of Sam's pack and being around him all the time, so I came to join yours because no one wants me, but at least here I'm not. You're, like, dude, like, honestly, uh, good for her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, Leah is, I love Jacob's chapter because we get so much of Leah and I get to understand her as a character, and I'm like, damn, she girl did not was the most like disrespected like, woman of Twilight. I will not be told otherwise. She, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like Stephanie dicked her mm-hmm. in the ass, and not in a good way. Uh, um, um, they all agree with each other to protect the Cullens. Uh, the other members of the old Wolf Pack come and try to parlay with Jake and Seth and Leah. And mm-hmm. it's Jared who's leading it and speaking as a human because once they left the pack, they severed the telepathy link. And so Jake, Seth, and Leah can hear each other, but they can't hear the old pack and which, vice versa. Which, and so Jared shows up as a human. Like, make that makes make that make sense. Because you know why? It really doesn't. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> Like, I kind of got it, because it was technically them forming a new pack with two, with, like, one's alpha and one pack. Pack A and pack B having two separate alphas. But also, I was like, so, are they, like, part of this? There's Would they be able to hear Sam and the, the others again if they ever Yeah, like, that's where it doesn't make any sense. Like, and, like, why didn't Leah just do that from the beginning where she just chose, like, I'm not pack, and then she wouldn't have to hear anything anymore. I'm wondering if it's because, like, because Jake gave up being the alpha, and if he's the only one who, like, has that right. So I'm wondering if no one else is able to do that, which is kind of stupid. Which is shitty, but, but like, Wolf, Wolf like, Brinkle. They have to follow it. Like, alpha. Wolf Brinkle Burr, I guess. Yeah. That's the only explanation. Yeah. Yep. Uh,. And they have a sorry excuse for a parlay in which yeah, Jared's like, come back. And they're all like, no. And then the grossest thing in the world happens. And oh. I, I, Alyssa can 
a test. Anyone who listened to the last, like, eight episodes of Teen Squee and listened to our coverage of the Twilight Saga can attest. I have been a, I have been a Sam Yuli defender. No more. No longer will I be a Sam Yuli defender. No. I hate this man. Because you know what he does? He sends one of his underlings to talk to his ex-girlfriend and... Jared's like, Sam told me to get on my knees and beg for you to Ew. come home. Come home, Lily, where oh. you belong. Uses the pet name that Sam used for her when they were dating. It's and then says, come home where you belong. That's disgusting. disrespectful. You disgusting. dumped her for her cousin. Yeah. yeah. She has Literally, to live it- every single day with you in her head, thinking about how much you love Nasty. her cousin. And you yep. actively know that she's still in love with you because you can hear all of her thoughts too. And what do you do? You manipulate that? You wrong, asshole. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. It's like Jared really showed up and said, I'm going to emotionally gaslight and manipulate these people. Like to Seth, he makes him feel awful about abandoning his poor mother. Oh, and your father just died. How do you think that makes your mom feel, Seth, that you abandoned her? And he's like, Jacob, Bella's gonna die anyway, so what does it matter? And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's Jared. Like, it's like the, the Wolfpack A, we'll call them. He's like, I know how to make the Wolfpack yes. whole again. Let's emotionally manipulate and gaslight the crap out of him until they come back. <laughs> it's like, let's hit him where it really hurts, and then they'll definitely want to like yeah, join us again punch. and hang out with us again. It's like, but join us because we miss you and we love you. <laughs> but also, we're gonna absolutely fucking obliterate your Disrespectful. emotions. Disrespectful. Not it. Yeah, not it. But and Quill Leah nudges, gets so um, pissed, and it's amazing. Go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Leah, like Quill... snarls at Jared. I would too. Like disrespectful. Like, ten out of ten, my queen. Yeah, and then Jacob's <laughs> like, um, no, we're gonna stay with Kylan's. You guys stay on your land. We don't want to fight. We just want to like protect them because they're not really doing anything wrong the baby will be dealt the baby will be dealt with when it is a born and not right now while it's still in Bella like that's a future mm-hmm. Jacob pack problem. it's future Jacob's Jared's problem face, like, <laughs> it's, Steph- it's Stephanie it's Meyer plugging Jacob herself into these books where it's, it's the future's problem <laughs> <laughs> and Jared's basically like fucking chicken strips and <laughs> yeah. heat wanders off quit Quill looks really sad though and he like nudges Jacob because he misses him and then we figured out that's why Embry wasn't along because it's probably really hard for him and Sam's worried about losing more members Mm -hmm. of the pack so because everyone likes Jake better yeah because Sam's being a douchebag right now it's it's interesting to see the roles reversed from Sam being the great leader and Jacob being the douchebag to, you know, Jacob's now a great leader. Meanwhile, Esme Cullen is going ultimate oh, mom mode. This is the so most we've cute. ever seen from Esme Cullen. She is mm-hmm. insisting on fully taking care of Seth love and Leah and Jake, as if they are her children it's as so well. Cute. She's like, we have so many clothes, I want you to wear them. We have so much food, I'm gonna make you food. Please, Please eat, eat these sandwiches. Let me take care of you, let me be your mother. It's so cute. And then also... And, and Seth's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth is living large. Seth's like, omelets, And Leah's omelets, like, I hate these bitches. Yeah. Leah's like, I will kill a deer before I eat that. Leah really person. said, I'm a, no thanks, like, I'm a starve. 
<laughs> yeah, literally. And I'm like, you know what? I guess I respect her wishes. But also Seth's living large, <laughs> living his best life. And good for Seth. Yeah, Alice wants to be Jacob's mm-hmm. friend now. Yeah, it's so cute. Because little, you know, regurgitation <laughs> gives her migraines. <laughs> Jacob, like, Jacob's presence for some reason makes them better. So she, like, is so happy when Jacob comes by that's to probably, hang out. She's like, finally, you're here. probably, like, another, like, foreshadowing to he's gonna, he's gonna fuck this baby. Yeah, when they, when Ooh. Carla talks about, like, their genetics, like, being so similar, and Jacob's like, I'm nothing like that thing. And Carlisle and Edward but are like, you, but, but you so like similar. the thing. <laughs> also, they figure out that um, the the fetus is thirsty. It's part vampire, and it's uh-huh. thirsty for blood. And so Bella starts drinking blood and feeding herself on a blood dilet- blood. <laughs> diet. And she thinks that it smells Disgusting. and tastes good. Disgusting! Oh. Be- and Ro- girl and used to faint at the like, sight of blood. Why? Why is this happening? And Rosalie's just like, they're just pregnant. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I want to no. punch Rosalie in the face. Rosalie this whole time. I used to love Rosalie. <laughs> this whole oh. time she... Rosalie in the last book, I loved she her. She is but... all in it for herself, though. Like, she does not give a fuck yeah. about Bella at all. She is here for the fetus, and that is it. And it's, it's like, you know what? I- respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I respect her because that's all she's ever mm-hmm. wanted, but I'm also like, Rosalie, you're, you're gross. Kind of being a dick right now. Like, I'm not happy with mm-hmm. your intentions right now, but also I understand that you, you really want a baby, and this is your chance to, like, be an aunt or potentially a, a mother. I, if, you know, she's Bella definitely, gun- she's definitely gunning to be the mom. Like, there's no Aunt Rosalie until yeah. Bella makes it through. She is gunning to be mom. <laughs> Yeah, Mm -hmm. because, like, Bella wasn't looking too hot before she Mm -hmm. had the blood diet. Like, girl was on her last, like, couple hours, you know? Mm -hmm. And Rose is, like, spending her time at Bella's feet with, like, her head laid up against Bella's stomach. Like, Mm -hmm. no, Rose wanted to do the She was gunning for the mom position. Once again, not a whole lot happens until we get a conversation between Jake and Leah. Uh, during which Leah discusses, because the Carlisle stopped him to be like, hey, our family needs to hunt, but now that the treaty is kind of, like, void, we don't know if it's safe to, and Jake's like, okay, we'll run perimeter and let you know. So he and Leah are out for a run, and Leah's talking about how she kind of understands where Rosalie's coming from, Mm -hmm. because she also is cursed with not being able to be a mom ever and jake's like i never pictured you as the maternal type and she said i didn't either and i i don't know that i would be but bella's able to have this thing that i know that i'm not able to have and so if i were in rosalie's shoes i would mm-hmm. do the same thing because i would hope that bella would do mm-hmm. it, for it, me. it makes a lot of sense the, and it just makes the, me the very thought process sad. makes a lot of sense because so there are a lot sad. of women who don't want children, but once your choice is taken away, like, you find out that you, like, physically cannot have them, it it changes something in the chemical mm-hmm. makeup. Because you always, like, if you ever, yeah. like, ever, like, changed your mind, the option was always there, and suddenly the option yeah. is not there. It is interesting mm-hmm. seeing Leah's perspective on it. I'm like, yeah, I understand, like, how 
why Rosalie is gunning so hard for this baby because she, yeah, she would hope Bella would do the same for her. And it sucks to have your choice. I did not remember that about like, the books that Leah's unable to have babies. That sucks. Major booty hole. Like, mm-hmm. I know. And I'm, I'm, I guess it kind of makes sense because she, Jacob says that their bodies are frozen I, while they're facing. I, it does and it doesn't because, like, other than the fact that they're not aging, but, nothing really changes. She also discusses it as a reason that Sam didn't imprint on her. Oh, and she blames yeah. her her and Sam not no, being together wrong. on it. Because uh, imprinting is supposed to match people who are, like, a good oh. genetic, like, breeding pair. And she thinks that there's something inherently Mm-mm. wrong with her, that she is unable to have God, that's even babies. Worse. And, like, even before she became a wolf, maybe this was a thing. And that's why she and Sam couldn't be together, and Sam imprinted that's on so Emily. So much instead. worse. I feel like it's also imp- was like imp- are yeah. because her and Emily as cousins, their genetics are just similar enough. But Emily would be fertile, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't be. And oh, like it, it's it's heartbreaking to think oh. about the idea that like Leah was so close to being mm-hmm. perfect for him. But instead, Emily was, and Leah cites it as, like, maybe there was always something wrong with me, and maybe I never would have been able to have children. The audacity of Stephanie Meyer to make, like, make her female characters infertile, but all the male characters are able to, like, make babies, like, that's just, that's awful. And to, like, make this issue of infertility something wrong with the women and like mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. them broken that's Mm-mm. my issue yep that's my mm-hmm. major issue with it it's like the disrespect she's always had for mm-hmm. her female characters and how she always gives them like the most traumatizing backstories i think leah does take yeah. a cake for it though because like she actually thinks there's something wrong with her because she is mm-hmm. infertile and i'm like are we seriously is this the is this what we're going to be telling a bunch of teenage girls who are reading this these yeah books it's, series? it's like that there's something wrong with you yeah you it's can't stephanie's have kids? thing of you need to have a baby to be fulfilled in life and if you cannot make that baby you're going to be sad forever yeah it's mm-hmm. stephanie's like ableism for me because she clearly does not understand what it's like to be no. infertile and not be able to have children and how extremely heartbreaking that is for people who are infertile but desperately mm-hmm. want kids like little to no empathy for women who are in that situation she's just like oh you're imperfect and that's there's something wrong with you well like, like and so she uses gross. rosalie's infertility oh, yeah. like this is why she's so bitter it's because she can't have a baby and i'm like oh my god yeah but then she cites alice's as like oh but alice remembers nothing about being a human that's why she doesn't give a crap okay. and i'm like okay or maybe alice just maybe never alice wanted just kids. Didn't want kids and didn't want to get married but her vampire yeah. dad made her get married <laughs> during this conversation leah also discusses with jake like wouldn't everything just be so much easier if we could imprint on people like she she cites something along the lines of like she feels like she's not able to imprint on someone Mm -hmm. because she's a girl and she has to just hope that somewhere out there there's like a a male wolf will imprint on her but how is that possible because the only people that are wolves are in their pack um Mm -mm. but wouldn't everything just be easier if jake could imprint on someone then he wouldn't feel the pain that he feels about bella and i'm just sitting here going first of all ouch this is a really painful Mm -hmm. conversation second of all foreshadowing up the wazoo yeah really is her foreshadowing in this book is not subtle whatsoever 
never been foreshadowing has never been <laughs> your forte but especially right now it's very like neon letters in this Flashing, book of what's gonna like, happen i will Flashy also letters. say there's so there's a group of people in the twilight fandom who ship jake and leah I and i never understood that at all because i had only ever seen the movies oh, but now yeah. mm-hmm. this conversation in particular and then the events that follow it i'm like mm-hmm. oh but i yeah. kind of see it i, I would have been like more it. okay if they that had... would have been a better future for him i would have been more okay if they like had imprinted somehow wound or... up together because they kind of get they get each other's pain they get losing yeah. their first love mm-hmm. to this like net like the like to use like the word natural, like this natural like gravitational pull. They lo- both lost their love in kind of the mm-hmm. same way. It's like if supernatural things didn't exist, they would be with the mm-hmm. person that they loved. But because of this like force in their lives, they're now in a- incredible amounts of pain and still in lo- love with these people. And yes, I am. I do ship Jacob and Leah. I think it would have been a better yeah. ending for Jacob if. Like, after Bella had become a vampire, like, they would have made their peace. He would have mm-hmm. been okay with it. But then he and Leah would have, like, run off on their own pack and eventually, like, fallen yeah. in love down the line and realized that imprinting is not as important as, like, you know, people chalk it up to be. Like, you can have deep emotional love without imprinting mm-hmm. on another person. That would have been yeah. beautiful. But no, but Stephanie of course, didn't do that. Stephanie Meyer... Stephanie Meyer wanted Jake to be a part of the Colin family, and as we all know, you can't officially be a part of the family if you don't yep. marry into it, so. Yeah. Can't just be a found family <laughs> trope. Nuh-uh-uh. It's, like Carlisle said, marriage or you're not in. <laughs> Ew. And then... Edward can hear the baby! Oh, yeah, Edward, Edward can, can hear, hear the, the murder demon. And then we find out the murder demon... Act, like loves Bella and loves hearing her and Edward's voice and that she the murder demon's not trying to hurt her there's just no room in in the and uterus I, all, if there's no room in the uterus then the baby is safe to take out full stop <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I'm like yeah the, the whole like birthing trauma scene I'm like this probably Love wasn't that. necessary because we realized well, like, and if your baby is, 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 is she, if your she, baby is capable of complex thought like this is complex thought to, like, have preferences yeah. for voices and, like, to understand that there's no space. It's ready to come out. She done cooking. Yeah, she cooked. Yeah, she she done cooked. Like, the timer's going off. It's time <laughs> to, to birth her. Like... Yeah, it's time. We're going to have a burnt vampire <laughs> demon baby real soon. Listen, as someone who wants a baby someday and who has found the person with whom they would like to have that baby, um, this scene was really adorable to mm-hmm. me, and I, I it love is, it. It makes my it heart all warm and fuzzy. Like, I, it like, was very I, cute. Like, I am on the opposite end where I do not want children whatsoever. Same. But, like, I can get behind the cuteness Same. of, like, hearing your baby, like, basically speak for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, like, you and know. having having the dad who was terrified mm-hmm. of all of this suddenly fall head over heels in love yeah. with the baby. It's a I very, like, yes. it's a very abrupt. Yes. It was because it's a very I love abrupt. Dad I'm on board now. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that makes sense because Edward can now understand, you know, Rasputin's mm-hmm. thoughts. So, but like I like, well, this is cute. But oh, if wait, Bella sorry. did like die in the course, gone. All those feelings <laughs> would be out the window. Literally, yeah. Edward, Edward would be like, Yeet, Yeet is the fetus, fetus right out of, out of here. here. I don't know. Jake, upset 
that Edward is now on Team Baby. <laughs> Team, Team Demon, Demon Baby. Baby runs off. Yeah. Edward gives him one of the one of the cars and says, "Get out of here for a while." And Jake runs off um, and goes to the beach, like a couple Wh- towns. Which car over was it? Was it and the tries- Volvo? No, it was, it was like, not the Volvo. It was like a really nice. It was it was his Aston Martin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, his fancy car. Fancy boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Fancy and pants Jakey. He goes to the beach and tries desperately to imprint on someone, hoping that it'll just cause all mm-hmm. of his pain to evaporate. And of course, he can't. He finds one girl who's really cute and really awesome and likes Ooh. cars. Yeah. And like if he mm-hmm. if he were just Jacob Black and he wasn't in love with Bella Swan who is currently dying via <laughs> demon baby. Yeah. Like it would have yeah. been a great match, but he, he unfortunately is Jacob Black, who is in love with Bella Swan, who is currently dying by <laughs> Demon Baby. And yeah. so he's like, he like leaves in frustration, goes back to the Cullen house, and Edward's like, listen, Jake, a few things. First of all, keep your fucking pack in line. Leah came in here and verbally assaulted my wife. Damn. <laughs> I just want to know what Leah said to Bella. I want yeah, the drama. Too. I want the tea. I want to know what she said. I want to hear Leah pop off because, like, it's not like Bella really deserved it, but also she, I feel like she in probably Leah's... just like she probably just like looked in Bella's direction, went like in her head, oh, <laughs> and that's what set Edward off. <laughs> that's what Edward counts as like verbally assaulting Bella. Yeah, <laughs> true. Because like Jacob comes upstairs and Bella's like, "Hi, Jake," and then she just she starts to like cry again, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, yikes, girl." <laughs> Bella's having a Edward time. also tells him that um, they've decided that the baby's going to come out tomorrow. Carlisle's mm-hmm. coming back from the hunt tomorrow before noon, and mm. they're going to have him take the baby out immediately, since now they're like, oh, the baby is capable of complex thought. Clearly it's yeah. done cooking. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yay! And he also asks Jake's permission to break the treaty, um, because Bella will survive this, but will only survive if they can turn her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Jake, you are the one with the authority to approve this change in the treaty because you are the grandson of Ephraim Black. And uh, Jake's like, um, uh, um, sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then they go upstairs. <laughs> we talk about baby names, too. Yes. Bella, yes. Bella Ed- says EJ, Edward, Edward Jacob. Jacob. If the baby's a boy. And I, I guess it's equally as bad is Renezme if it's a girl. Rasputin, somehow, regurgitation. Somehow it is both better and worse. And worse. Mm. Bella should have been given a baby book of full of yeah. names that she could pick from and be like, Bella, you can't come up with any. You have to find one in the book. Rosalie's like... Renesmee's a perfect name. It's unique. One of a kind, just like her. And Wrong. I know in Rose's head, she's thinking, as soon as you die, I'm changing the <laughs> As soon as you die, I'm naming her, like, Rebecca or Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, like some normal human name, which, honestly, I do mm-hmm. support Rosalie in that. Like, yeah. Bella, Bella's not well, quite like... sound of mind to be making these decisions, I think. And Renesmee's middle name is a normal Carly. name. It's Carly, it's really Carly, which is a combination of Charlie and Carlisle, but, like, 
gave her a normal name. Her, yeah, should have just named her fucking Carly. Wouldn't have had an issue with it. Carly Renesme yeah. Colon. It sounds awful. Also, we but it's both better. know that Char- that Charlie was the superior parent. So like, yeah, what the hell? Like they're also, both bad parents, come- but. How come she wants to name the baby EJ because Edward's father was also an Edward, but doesn't yeah. want to name the baby Elizabeth after his human mom? Yeah. Facts. It, it doesn't make sense. Well, you can't make a name with Elizabeth, Renelle Elizabeth. How do you how do you combine two names? Elizabeth and leave edward's like biological mom in the dust because she's the reason he's there she begs carlisle to save him like i don't care what you do save my son yeah like like esme's done some like esme's done stuff for him but like elizabeth is more important than like like edward senior what he didn't do jack shit he just died before like the decision was even made to be a vampire. I almost wonder if Carlisle's, like, first inclination back then was to save Elizabeth first. Like, save her. Hmm. And then she went, save my son, please. Mm-hmm. He was like, cool, I guess I'm getting a, a brother, a I male guess I'm getting. I guess I'm getting a son instead of a wife. Cool beans. Sounds good. <laughs> the wife can come later. <laughs> Carlisle's just like, So they're oh, all talking. <laughs> And about then... how the baby's gonna be born tomorrow, but surprise, mm-hmm. the baby's coming now. Yeah, the baby. The baby be decides born today. to kick Bella in half, <laughs> and it go- it's turned into a horror movie. It's literally Bella projectile vomits a geyser of blood. Yeah, <laughs> her body is. He describes it as streaming with red. Her, the blood sockets in her eyes are popping. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, Respitine breaks her spine. Yeah, because what happens is the placenta detaches, so the yeah. baby freaks out and basically kicks Bella's spinal column out Hi-ya. from under her. Like, that's going <laughs> to help things along. Like, legitimately, like, crane kicks that shit out of place. <laughs> does. And then they bring her up to, like, the birthing suite, for lack of better words. And it's Carlisle's office. Carlisle's <laughs> office, a.k.a. birthing suite. It's and never going to be the same again. No, it's not. There's going to be blood on those floors forever. <laughs> and Rosalie, is, they're like, Edward wants to get the morphine in Bella, so she's not, like, in any more pain. But the baby's suffocating, and Rosalie and Bella are like, get the baby out now! And then Rosalie slices open Bella's stomach. Disgusting. But, but she can't she- handle the blood and so jake has to tackle her and then alice has to get her in a death grip and drag her from the room yeah and jake rosalie wanted a snack (laughs) she did girl didn't go hunting and that's what she gets but Mm -hmm. then jake Jake starts cpr yep edward cuts the baby out and then has to rip through the amniotic sac with his teeth disgusting and then all of a sudden he's like Renesme, and he's like Ew. speaking in such awe over his yeah. child mm-hmm. and bella's like let me see her let me see her and she let holds me. her and Renesme bites her boob and <laughs> bites her left and takes titty. her back and is like Renesme, no <laughs> Renesme's first act is an act of violence takes yeah. a whole nibble out of that titty yeah she says fuck you mom <laughs> i broke your spine and i bit your titty what about it <laughs> And then Bella's heart stops. Yeah, Bella be dead. 
my heart would stop too if a little parasite like bit a chunk out of my boob. Yeah. <laughs> Edward yeah. and Jake begin CPR, uh, mm-hmm. and Edward injects her with venom, and Jake, in fury, leaves the birthing suite as Alyssa called it <laughs> and goes out into the hallway. <laughs> Determined to kill the baby. Yeah, let's murder some children. But instead, he locks eyes with With the same chocolate brown color as Bella's. That's an important detail. Yeah, it's Aki. And suddenly, (laughs) nothing else is holding him to the earth except her. Renesme. He has imprinted. Snip, snip, and somewhere snip. above him, somewhere above him, a strange heartbeat commences. A End of Jacob's book. I.e. Jacob commits the ultimate party foul. <laughs> he really does. I want to read this section because I need everyone. We've talked a little bit about how unhinged Stephanie's writing is in this book. <laughs> she really does not package. That. This package is, in particular, unhinged, and I'd like to read it for all of you now. This is what happens in Jacob's brain when he imprints on the baby. All the lines that held me to my life were sliced apart in swift cuts, like clipping the strings to a bunch of balloons. Everything that made me who I was. My love for the dead girl upstairs, my love for my father, my loyalty to my new pack, the love for my other brothers, my hatred for my enemies, my home, my name, myself, disconnected from me in that second. Snip, snip, snip. (laughs) And floated up into space. My god, like... Why is she so dramatic? (laughs) Also, like, go go fuck yourself, dad. Like, I don't love you as much as I love this demon baby. (laughs) Also, fuck my brothers. Fuck my brothers, fuck my sisters. My dad raised me by himself. Really, he threw it all away for regurgitation. It really was Stephanie Meyer going... For the Jacob Bella shippers, look, he still gets to kind of have her. It's so weird. It's like, no, I'd rather him just get a different love interest than, like, literally imprint on a baby. Let him end up with Leah. Let him end up with the girl at the park. Let him end up with a man. (laughs) Ooh. And it's spicy. I wish she would do that, but the Mormonism in her is like, no. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I'm to me. True. What's what's wild to me is that the imprinting on a baby is less offensive to her Mormonism than them just having a polyamorous relationship. Uh-huh. <laughs> and weird. having Jake and Edward both be with Bella. I feel like that would have been more interesting. I would have loved to see that polyamorous relationship. But yeah. alas, we get baby imprinting instead. We get grown men trying to, like, groom children to be their wives. And anyways, we're halfway through this monster of a book right now. Mm-hmm. Which and... means we'll be back next week with the other half of this monster of a book. <laughs> and next we get... week we will, we will discuss the cover of this book because yes, I have questions yeah. about this cover I do art. too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come up with every, like, audacious answer to what the cover of the book means. As you should. I can't wait to find out. Because, like, in the 
in the movie they have like a little chess scene and they try to make it relevant but it's i still not. don't get it it's not i don't it, it don't make sense the math ain't mathin stephanie like most of your <laughs> writing decisions and the cover art decisions we'll see y'all next week for some more unhinged discussion about yeah. this absolutely unhinged conclusion to the Twilight Saga. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Gonna, belly, belly gonna be a vampire, finally. <laughs> it's been four books coming. <laughs> Yeehaw. Good for her, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Stay safe. Don't yeah. get pregnant with any demon babies. Yeah. You know, um, don't fuck a vampire in the ocean because his yeah, don't sperm fuck a vampire will melt. In the ocean. His um, sperm's gonna wear melt. Wear condom. Wear condom. This whole book could have been solved by wearing a condom. <laughs> Wrap it before you tap it. That's Wrap cool. it before you tap it. Even if he, even if y'all are both virgins, still wrap that shit. Wrap it before you tap it. All right, friends. We'll see y'all next week. We'll see you next week. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>